0: to another episode of the Diz explorers podcast where each week we explore the different avenues of the great disney universe this week joining us is milford hello and melanie hi there and the duchess jessica
1: <laughs> hi everybody
0: <laughs> and our jedi trip planner adrian hello so this week We are going back to the cruise lines. Melanie has got a ton of new information and just to inform us on other aspects of the cruise, specifically shore excursions. We had talked about that in a previous episode that we were going to touch on those, and it's kind of a big unknown to some people. Uh, I don't know how many people actually know that you can do other things on the ship besides just get out and go shopping on the islands, that there is other adventures that you can that you can embark on but Melanie's gonna let us know how we can do that and how far in advance we should do that it's kind of like a fast pass I guess (laughs) because you can't just (laughs) you can't just show up when you get on the boat and expect to get some of the nice ones
1: absolutely not
0: so I'm gonna let Melanie take it over from here and I know Milford has some information too being a cruise travel agent as well so Between the two of them, we hope to answer and give you all the information you need.
1: Well, sure. It's been a very big week for Disney Cruise Line. The Disney Wonder just left the East Coast and became the first passenger vessel to go through the new Panama Canal lock systems that are in place. So that was a really big event that was going on last weekend. And at the same time, the Disney Fantasy just headed to Freeport, Bahamas for her dry dock for the next two and a half weeks where she'll be getting new Star Wars and Marvel Academy additions to the youth clubs. There is going to be a new frozen yogurt shop. My guess is it's going to be sort of like Vanellope's if you're familiar with the Disney Dream. That's the candy and ice cream shop. It's supposedly going to be a frozen yogurt shop over on the Fantasy. And I know Milford is excited about the new Hmm. shopping experience coming to the Disney Fantasy. And that is Tiffany and company. Tiffany's will be making her debut on the Disney Fantasy coming up in the next few weeks. My, from what I have seen from guest photos who were disembarking the Disney fantasy as the dry dock was beginning, is that I'm guessing Tiffany is going to go where Whitecaps was. I saw photos of Whitecaps being totally demoed, carpets ripped up, fixtures kind of pushed to the side. So I'm that, that it's a logical location for a Tiffany's. So I'm thinking it's going to go over there, which is in the shopping district on the ship. So it's a very logical location. And I can't wait to see the photos of that once it comes. And all of that is expected to debut on May 17th. That's when the Disney Fantasy will take, I think it's a three-night double dip to Castaway Key before she resumes her normal seven-day, seven-day type schedule. So the Disney Wonder heading through the Panama Canal, the Disney Fantasy, is now in Dry Dock. And the Disney Magic not to be left out. She is heading on her transatlantic voyage in the next two weeks. So on May 13th, she's heading to Europe for the European cruise season. So lots going on with Disney Cruise Line right now. Um, Milford, do you have any other news going on? Do you know anything else that's happening?
2: No, I, I appreciate your sarcasm about the uh, Tiffany's.
1: <laughs> I, I do know that you have family members who will delight in that being on board. And well, you, my and wife, not will, so much.
2: Yeah. Only if she can get her Tiffany blue pistol. That's the only thing she really wants from Tiffany's. <laughs> Mine, too.
0: And anything that's in there, doesn't matter what the hell it is.
1: Just <laughs> something to come in the little blue bag. Yep. Disney Fantasy is not the first cruise ship to get a Tiffany and Company. I think there was a Royal Caribbean one.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. That also
1: has a Tiffany's. So, seems like that is an area that Tiffany is branching out into. Maybe to compete with some of the jewelers that are in some of the ports of call.
2: I just hope that doesn't mean that they're going to get rid of all the other jewelry and, you know, because Disney's so in bed with Pandora and all that other stuff,
1: I doubt but it I think I that they
2: don't get out of all of that
1: I think it's a different price point. I mean, Pandora, yeah. you can buy a nice bead for twenty five to fifty dollars, yeah, I mean they do go up a little bit more depending on how nice it is, but you know that price point something for everybody, where Tiffany is more of a luxury brand, so. I don't think they'll be completely pushed out of the Pandora game. No. It, I hope not. Or the... How do you pronounce it? The Alex and Ani? Annie, yeah,
0: I guess so. That one
1: as well. That one's pretty popular, too.
0: And those are... It's like opposite ends of the spectrum there. I mean, and I don't know about Pandora or Alex and Annie, but I do know Tiffany's is one of those companies that no matter what part of the country or where you are, the price is the price. It's like there's no... Variation, so I'm wondering right. if that's going to hold true. You know, being duty-free international waters, maybe no, hmm. ta- maybe no tax. I guess, but I, I, price, price point-wise, I don't know how that would how it or- works for for something like that.
1: Designers, jewelry, jewelry, and watch designers have been known to hold trunk shows on Disney Cruise Line ships before, where they kind of have special offerings, and I'm not sure how the price points go for those. Okay, but my guess is either. The price points are going to stay standard like they do in the brick and mortar stores or it's going to be a specialty line for Disney Cruise Line and the prices are Disney Cruise Line prices. I'm not sure.
0: Gotcha. We'll have
1: to wait and see.
0: I'm sure they'll have. Milford
1: will give us a full report.
0: That's right. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs)
2: Sadly, I don't have a cruise booked anytime soon.
1: Oh, man. I'm not going to be on the fantasy anytime soon either. I have to work
0: on that. Yeah,
1: clearly. Yes.
0: I would like to think really? they'll have their st- their staples. There's things that everybody knows that Tiffany sells, I guess, and they I, I can't right. I can't imagine they won't have specific Disney merchandise in there, kind of like Alex and Ani and both mm-hmm. Pandora have done over the over the years, you know, because. And I think I we'll think see a range can...
1: of price points, things in so the too. low hundreds as well as some very high-end luxury items. So I think it'll be a, it will be a mix,
0: right? Because I mean, I don't remember much of the shops because I was we were on the Magic in two thousand two. So I know a lot has changed, and the newer ships are five times the size. Has the shopping areas are they like bigger? Is it like a definite? Because I only remember there being like a few shops, like maybe one clothing shop and then like the duty-free shop where you could get your liquor and tobacco and, and chotskis and things like that. Like I don't remember there being a ton of stores to go shopping in on the cruise.
1: There are a couple of gift shop areas primarily right outside of the Walt Disney Theater, so no surprises. You're yeah. coming out of a show, you're walking straight into the gift shop area, and there's one side that's connected where you'll see small children's things and then more family friendly items and then if you go across the corridor a little bit you'll go and you'll see things that are primarily for adults you know adult shirts your turvis tumblers bags and things like that so it's not a super large area but this is Disney so there's plenty of room for merchandising right. um, one tip is that if you have say a shirt from one shop you can cross the corridor with the shirt and go into the other gift shop i always feel weird doing that like i'm leaving a store with unpaid merchandise (laughs) but it's okay to do as long as you stay within the gift shop zone right the gift shop district you can travel between the gift shops with unpaid merchandise please pay for it before you leave (laughs) That's my public service announcement for the day. (laughs) But yes, um, there's, I think there's adequate shopping based on the size of the ship and the number of people. I wouldn't want more. No. If you've been in any gift shop, like the Emporium, then you know, the type of merchandise, the shirts, the ears, right. Beach towels. Definitely Disney cruise line, exclusive merchandise with the star Wars theming, um, and things like that. And what I always say too to people who before they head onto the ships is check out the Disney store.com. And if you put in their search engine cruise, you will see Disney cruise line merchandise that you think would only be available on the cruise ships because Disney store.com does carry Disney parks merchandise. And on Disney store.com they run sales. There are coupon codes floating out there all the time. You're never going to get a t-shirt on sale on a disney cruise ship but you'll get it on <laughs> nope. sale on disney cruise line so if unless you it's right after
2: the inaugural year
1: unless it's exactly unless it's dated merchandise you're, you're not gonna get it on sale so always check out the disneystore.com that's you know a great way to get a shirt before you cruise or after you cruise when you're kicking yourself for not getting it
0: yeah no definitely that's for sure
1: or you know, a year later when that favorite shirt of yours gets a spaghetti stain. I'm yeah. saying that's happened at my house.
0: That would be my instance, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to imagine those stores are designed that way too. I mean, I don't want disintegr- to uh, disintegrate, dissect how Disney has shopping on the cruise line. But I got to imagine they're not loaded with all the typical... Theme park merchandise because people aren't going on the cruise to look for that stuff. They're on the cruise. They want to get cruise specific logos on everything from <laughs> glasses to purses, bags, and luggage and everything else. So they're not going to load. Yeah, them, yeah. They're not going to load the the stores up with toys and all the other silly nonsense that the, that has taken over almost every shop everywhere within the parks.
1: <laughs> there there are some items that you'll see at the Disney parks, but it by, primarily by and large, it is Disney cruise line specific. So I I do enjoy spending a little bit of time in the gift shops, but definitely it's not the bulk of your no. time on board. So I do know that we do want to talk today about things that you can book, you book after you book your cruise and, and specifically things that are not included in the price of your fare. So if you're thinking about what's included in your fare, everything from dining to sodas on Disney Cruise Line. Most of your sodas are included. Your entertainment, the Broadway-style shows, the first-run movies, the kids clubs—from open to close, the kids clubs are always included in the price of your cruise. And my favorite is housekeeping comes twice a day. Your stateroom host visits your room, tidies up, either makes your bed, does your turn-down service. Phenomenal! I absolutely. Love everything that is included on the Disney Cruise Line ship, but there are certain things that are not included that you do have to book later on once your booking window opens up for those things. And one of the primary things people look forward to on any cruise are the excursions. Disney calls them port adventures. We all know Disney loves their nomenclature. And excursions (laughs) on a Disney Cruise Line vacation are called port adventures. And there's also spa treatments at Senses Spa, which are quite lovely. There's <laughs> yes adult <they> dining. <laughs> right. All of your dining is included unless you are going to the adults-only signature dining restaurants of, at Pali. Pali. I'm, I'm combining <laughs> names here. Remy and Palo. Pally It sounds like a name in The Sopranos.
0: S- sounds like an so, island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> could be. So, yeah, so Paulo and Remy, things like that, those are not included. And we just talked about the gift shops. You know, anything you buy in the gift shops, you're buying with money. And all of this is charged to your onboard account that you must settle before you leave the ship. They will not let you off the ship unless your account has been settled, either with a credit card or cash. So I'm going to start with the spa services because those happen on the ship or on Castaway Key. There are treatment cabanas over on Castaway Key which are quite nice. The spa has everything you would think that a Salon Spa would have. You can get your manicures, your pedicures, massage, facials, as well as you can spend time in the rainforest room, which are all of these aromatherapy shower type rooms. It, it's like walking into a, a wonderfully fragrant sh- fragrant shower. They have these this lounge area where you're on these heated stone loungers. Quite nice. Milford, what kind of spa treatments have you got?
2: I have done, let's see, hot stone massage.
1: Oh, I've done that one. I love that one.
2: Full body massage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Acupuncture.
1: I've never done that one. Did you um, like that?
2: It, actually, you know, it was kind of a unique thing. My wife and I were going on a cruise with our friends from Florida. Go Mm -hmm. figure. And we were doing a back-to-back. So we were doing a three-day with them that they did the four-day before us. We were together for three days, and then we did the four-day afterwards. (laughs) Well, we had left home, and and Sean was having problems with her shoulder. She got on the cruise, and she's like, I'm going to go talk to this acupuncture lady. And uh, uh, Mariana is her name. And... She went and talked to her, and she talked her into doing acupuncture. She did one treatment while we were on the three day, and it's like two hours later, no pain in her arm. I mean, my poor wife was walking around in the in the in the in the stateroom, literally with an extension cord on a heating pad, and... going back and forth on the on the <laughs> on the patio to our friend's room, who was right next to us. And it was crazy, but two hours after she had the first treatment of acupuncture, pain gone. So she's like, "Okay, okay oh. we got back on the boat. I'm scheduling for three more." She talked me into doing it, and actually, they she taught Mariana taught me some things that I can do to keep my allergies and my asthma under control. You know, pressure points that I can do. So they actually teach you some things. They don't just, you know, put you on a bed and start poking you with needles. <laughs> they actually they actually
3: right.
2: teach you some things that you can use in real life with different pressure points on your body that you can use to to get rid of symptoms and stuff. So it was actually good. A little pricey, but it was good. I think That's I think awesome. it was I think it was $120 a treatment.
1: That's actually not that bad.
2: But when we got home, my wife went back to the doctor and talked to her doctor about it, and the doctor wrote a script for it. So we wrote her part of it off on her insurance. Oh, cool! So, that's
1: a, and we're that's still Mariana
2: is no longer on the boat, but we're still friends with her on Facebook. So we talk to her all the time. So oh, great! But yeah, yeah. we've done a lot of those things, and we've done the rainforest as well. The rainforest is awesome with the different steam rooms. That and is just awesome.
1: With the Rainforest Room and the Steam Rooms, you can get either a day pass or you can buy a length of cruise pass. So that's nice to have that option if you think that maybe this isn't for you. You just want to see what it's about. I believe they're, what, $17 a day per person if you just want a day pass? Yeah. It it might depend on the
2: cruise.
1: my next one, it is.
2: I know we were doing a four-day, and I think it was they were running a special that cruise. Uh, it was $79 for all four days.
1: Oh, nice. Wow.
2: But that's been a while ago. But
1: The last yeah. seven day I was on, I believe it was <clears throat> 200 for the length yeah. of, which for every, you get to go the entire time, which is very and nice. And you
2: can go as many times a day as long as the spa's mm-hmm. open. Wow, that's cool. But, but I will tell you, if you're even interested in getting that, make sure you go the day you get on the boat because they go quick. They only they sell do. so many passes.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely I've done full body massage we've done the couples hot stone massage and a few different types of facials when you are booking your spa treatments the prices are always there so there's no guessing when you get your ticket at the end of the service your gratuity is already included which is nice although they do kind of push the products the Elemis spa products
0: yes Yes, they on, do. They,
1: on you. They, they There is a hard sell on those. So if just so you're prepared, because the first time I was there, I was like, what, are you, what is this? I didn't even know what it was. So I was like, no, thank you. But they do put the hard sell on you. So make sure you're prepared for that. You can either write on your they, they do an intake form where you write, you know, what type of symptoms you're having or, you know, skin issues that you're having. You can write on their no spa products, please. Or just tell them no. Thank you. Say, you know, I have my own products at home. No, thank you. Because they will try to push those products on you pretty...
2: pretty, Oh, yeah. They 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 land on pretty thick.
1: Yeah, they they earn a commission on that. So more power to them. But they, they do put on the hard sell when it comes to spa products at the end of your service. So don't be worried about it. Just be aware that that's coming. Or, like I said, write on your intake form that you're not interested. The other big thing people look forward to on Disney Cruise Line vacations are the port adventures every port has one or actually a list of them if you're going to islands in the Caribbean or in the Bahamas there are typically beach day adventures where you can go and spend a day at a private beach with your family there's different types of beaches swimming with the dolphins swimming with the stingray swimming with the turtles (laughs) (laughs) All sorts of things that, you know, you're, the whole family is definitely going to look forward to. They do offer several adults-only departures for certain port adventures. So if you're looking for that, whether you are just don't have any small children in your party or you don't want to be on an excursion with small children, it's a Disney cruise. There are small children around. <laughs> but they do offer – but keeping that in mind, they do offer – a number of port adventures that are adults only departures so you can look for those one of um, my family's favorite port adventures was in Alaska where we went to one of the dog mushing summer camps it was summer camp for Iditarod dogs you know you send our kids to summer camps apparently the dogs go to summer camp too and during summer camp, they bulk up, they eat super high calories. They have this very specific exercise regime so that they bulk up because in the winters, when they're running these races, they get very, very lean. So it's like their bulk up time. And they, for training, they will put the guests in these modified golf cart looking contraptions. <laughs> Not sure how safe they are, but they're super fun. Uh, yeah. And the dogs pull you through this it's a dirt road race course kind of thing (laughs) it is so much fun and when the guests get into the carts the dogs know they're about to run and they get excited because these dogs love to run these dogs are all about the running and they see the guests come into the golf carts and they're like we're gonna run and they start jumping and yipping i don't know if they've been trained to do that with treats or if they're just that super excited but the handlers know all about the dogs. They tell you about you know each of the dogs personalities. Um, they make sure that the dogs that the guests are specifically interacting with are safe to do that and the dogs that don't care for the guests they do kind of keep the guests away from those particular dogs because dogs have personalities that are all different but it, it's a very fun port adventure if you've got kids who have dogs at home and they're kind of missing their dogs this was a very Good port adventure. And the highlight of that particular adventure were the puppies. Some of the dogs had puppies. There were two litters and one very soon to come. So there were a couple of litters of puppies that the kids got to handle. And that was one of the best things I think we did in Alaska. And the kids still talk about that. How can my puppies husband had, not win you over? <laughs> I know, puppies and kids. There, there's. <laughs> Puppies plus kids equals win.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> my husband went on one of the salmon fishing excursions at the same time. We, had, we were cruising with friends, and my friend's husband and my husband went on the salmon fishing thing. And my husband came back and was like, I kind of wish I saw dogs.
3: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> we also did kayaking up on Glacier Lake. I will, a word of caution about kayaking in Alaska. Actually, we were in Canada, we crossed the border into Canada. Is that it was a very windy day. And even though the Port Adventure said for ages 9 and up, that was something I, I would even put in the 16 and up. It was a windy day and the currents were strong. And my younger kids who were old enough, according to the Port Adventure descriptions, were, were struggling with that particular kayak. So and my kids are active kids. So I'm like, okay, we can do this. And it was not as family friendly as we would have liked because it was just, it was too rough for them. The waters were too rough. The winds were too rough, but they probably should have canceled it for weather, but we were good sports. We, we had, you know, we worked, we worked it. We enjoyed the train ride home <laughs> on the Alaskan Paso. So the train ride coming back down and these, that this one was out of Skagway. So that was, that was a great port adventure as well. So whenever you book your Disney cruise line port adventures you do that in the my reservation section and you see when you've logged in you see which port adventures are available for each day of your cruise and that's that's how you book them you can book them by and it will list out what's available for you it's so simple to book those when you book your excursion through Disney cruise line Disney guarantees that you're going to make it back to the ship they they take care of your transportation to your port adventure and they bring you back to the ship. And either the ship, if something happens, the ship will either wait on you, or Disney arranges your transportation to the next port of call at their expense. So there's there's no wow, yeah, there, there's that that no passenger that left uncertainty behind. Uncertainty exactly there's no <laughs> fears of being left behind. Have you seen on YouTube dock runners or pier runners? What are they called? Pier runners where the people who are late to board the ship are running <laughs> to get back on the ship. It's hilarious because sometimes they make it and sometimes they don't. And either the passengers on board are cheering them on or they're booing them. Usually they're cheering them on if they know that there's <laughs> no chance that they're going to make the ship like the ship's already started moving. Right. And they've, they've already <laughs> missed the ship. They usually boo the person when they're still waiting on the person. The person gets on the ship and they're like, we've been waiting Maybe. a half hour for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's really fun you do not want to be a peer runner no and the way to avoid being a peer runner is to book your port adventures through disney cruise line and the only time i think that i the only time that i actually recommend people you know going off the disney cruise line port adventures and going on their own is if they're either familiar with the port city and they speak the local language i mean because you don't want to be caught in a foreign port of call especially somewhere where they don't speak English as their first language and then get stuck 30 minutes away from the port. That that's not good. No. So if you are familiar with the port city and if you speak the native language and you're comfortable going out on your own, by all means do it. A lot of people do in Nassau because they've cruised there so many times that they're familiar with the port and they're familiar with the layout of the town itself so that they feel comfortable going on their own and booking their own excursions. If It's your first time or second time in that particular port of call. I usually do recommend booking straight through Disney Cruise Line.
0: Key West would be the only one I'd say venture off on your own.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, Key West is in the United States, and United States ports of call, exactly. (laughs) And the same with Alaska. There's a lot you can do in Alaska that are local to. The ports, other than shopping, right, right, and that's another thing is you don't have to worry about duty free shopping because you're paying U.S. sales tax on everything you buy in those ports, so you don't have to claim them when you're coming back through, right? Which is nice, or not, depending on if you pay taxes or not. <laughs> that's right,
0: yeah. <laughs> or you can just drink them before you get back on the ship.
1: That too. Oh, does
0: not everybody go and buy booze when they're on? I'm sorry, I'm making assumptions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely buy a little bit of booze when I'm out, but. When, and just so you know, if you do buy booze in your port of call, Disney will collect it. Yep. I, I won't say confiscate. Confiscate is the wrong word. They will collect it for you. Yeah. Tag it with your name and your stateroom number, and they will give you a claim ticket. And when you are ready to disembark, please go claim it. Do not leave your alcohol on the ship.
2: Yeah. They can't mail call it, only, it only if it's unopened. They can't mail it exactly. to you. <laughs>
1: They cannot mail it to you. I don't know what they do with unclaimed alcohol. <laughs> I'm I,
2: sure somebody enjoys it. I'm that. sure somebody
1: I'm enjoys sure it.
0: Somebody <laughs> does. But,
1: but please claim your alcohol as you are leaving the ship. It's usually set out by um, the port adventure desk or the future cruise desk, something like that, that's going to be closed on disembarkation morning. And they'll have it set there and you present your claim ticket and they return your alcohol to you Simple super simple. We've done that a few times. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really is a simple process. And But things like rum cakes, you can take those right onto your room. Yes!
3: We,
1: we love a good Sorry. rum cake. My son, that's his favorite
0: oh, souvenir on any from Grand, Caribbean. the ones from Grand Cayman, and we got the brochures. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we did when we got home was order a variety pack of them. And we would pay that ridiculous right. shipping for them to ship mm-hmm. it all the way the hell up to look Connecticut. On
1: Amazon that Tortuga one. That Tortuga, Tortuga
0: ones. Oh I, man! Look on
1: Amazon; they may be there as well.
0: Those things are the best. You cut open those vacuum seals things, mm-hmm. and those things are soaked. They're
1: so good. They are really, really good, and. I've in fact, now that my son has discovered rum cakes, <laughs> I have to make them for birthdays and events <laughs> and things like that. He's like, I want you to make a rum cake. Like, nice. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> so, it, it's hard to find that particular rum, though. I'm sure you can use other ones, but that Tortuga rum is like literally impossible to find in the United States.
1: It really is. And it's actually, I enjoy it. I'm not a rum expert by any stretch, but I do enjoy the Tortuga rum. Yeah, no, they it's, ha- good, it's good they come stuff. come in vanilla, spice, coconut flavors. They have all different Mm -hmm. different levels of rum. I don't really, like I said, I'm not really a rum expert. I know there's like the top shelf rum. They've got all sorts and big stores of it. It's like this big rum store. (laughs) You walk in and you're surrounded by rum. It's beautiful. So what flavor is the best for the rum cake? Just classic? I... I like to use mostly spice rum because it's got the cinnamon type spice to it with a touch of coconut and then we make a pineapple upside down rum cake
0: nice so
1: i know i'm Ooh, coming awesome i'm pop. coming
0: over <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i don't even know where i found the recipe i make it in um our cast iron skillet yes so oh we put down the, You're the pineapple making me so hungry <laughs> put, that cherries whole,
0: put, in there, put the cherries put then put the whole mess in the oven
1: You would think, you know, I guess anybody who's ever used hairspray in their life thinks when you put alcohol in something, it makes it, it dries it out. Mm -mm. There's something about rum that makes it the most moist or moistest Mm -hmm. cake ever. It is, it's divine. So if you ever need any reason to cruise to the Caribbean, rum cake.
0: (laughs) Yes, and it's. You can the, usually
1: find it at any of the shops right off of the ship.
0: The best part was when we were in Grand Cayman on our cruise, they had, you know, where the Tortuga store was in the main.
1: Tortuga or Tortola? I know we keep saying that over and over It's Tortuga,
0: happened. Tortuga Rum Company. They okay. had, like, samples of all of them, just like like you would get in the grocery store, just like a plate of broken mm-hmm. up, you know, rum cakes broken oh, into yeah, pieces. They'll... Yeah, while my wife was. Looking at jewelry, I kept making my round past the table. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I got hooked on those things pretty quick. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. All
0: the flavors are good, Jessica. The answer is all of them. They're all <laughs> There's good. no
1: wrong answer.
0: Yeah. Well, Because you, no. you can order over. I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but. You can order a variety pack from this particular one, and it comes with six different ones. It's a plain, uh, like a regular – regular rum cake, a chocolate one, banana, pineapple, coconut, and I believe key lime. And, they, and
1: you can get the stacks. I mean they have yes, the, stacks, the stacks Yep. you can either – you either make your own stack where you just right. pull from whichever flavor you want. Or they have um, – they look like little Christmas trees where they yes. have the big rum cake at the yeah. bottom. And then the medium size, and the little one, and then the individual one. It's like this little Christmas tree tower of rum cake. Have you ever gotten any of the? Amazing.
0: Have you ever gotten any of the chocolates, Melanie? Maybe that they. <laughs> I'm not a chocolate I person. I cannot
1: confirm or never. deny that.
0: But we've gotten the chocolates from them before too, where it's like they're like filled with like caramel rum toffee, something mm-hmm. or other. Damn it, something delicious. It's the only way I'll eat chocolate. <laughs>
1: No, we need to get you back on a cruise ship.
0: Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> dolphins.
1: <laughs> dolphins! If you want to swim with dolphins, for a lot, I mean, the bread and butter of Disney Cruise Line obviously are the cruises to the Bahamas. If you're going on a port adventure over to Atlantis, there are adventures over there where you can swim with the dolphins, have your picture taken with the dolphins. There's also water slides, um, day passes to the aquarium. And Disney takes care of transporting you over there and back, which I believe is, like, what, a 30, 45-minute drive? It's, it's a while to get That's over to all.
3: Atlantis.
1: It's a pretty good haul. You can see Atlantis from the cruise ship, but it's not like there's a direct path there from the cruise ship. So
2: Yeah, you have to go someplace else to get there.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't it an island? It like, is. Uh, it's geographically kind of separate from the mainland of the Bahamas. So, hmm. There's, there are several different beach type port adventures for Nassau as well. And then, over on Castaway Key, there are port adventures for teens on Port Adventure. No grown ups, no little kids allowed. It's the teens. They go snorkeling, they go on a speedboat, they go biking. It's just them. So, that's a great port adventure for them. Um, my daughter loves the stingrays at, at Castaway Key. So it's Mr. Ray's Stingray Adventure. She loves that one. I've, we have tried twice to go to Stingray City off of Grand Cayman, but the winds kicked up both times, and we've not been able to do that one over at Stingray City. So we've got, we've done the one over on Castaway and I think that one made her happy. She just wanted to be able to touch the Stingrays and kind of snorkel with them for a little while, so that made her super happy. And then there's snorkel rentals and bike rentals on castaway key which you can reserve those in the port adventure section of the my my disney cruise area on disneycruise.com so lots of things to do for grown-ups lots of things to do for the kids lots of things to do for the entire family do you guys have any questions on port adventures (laughs) or anything to add and
2: well don't forget about the cabanas on castaway key I would, you know, but... that's the biggest I mean it, it, it isn't a port adventure but it kind of is
1: you can't if there are any available you can yeah. reserve them in the port adventure section um, typically guests who have reserved a room in on the concierge floors or platinum level cruisers meaning they've taken 10 cruises or more they get first dibs at those cabanas and I don't sail until midsummer, And before my booking, before the gold booking even opened, I will tell you that the cabanas were gone.
3: Yep.
1: And I'm going on a double dip. Two days at Castaway Key. all of the cabanas were gone before the gold level members <sighs> wow. even got a shot at them. So Platinum and Concierge will book up those cabanas pretty quickly. I will say this. If you do want a cabana, and they are booked solid in the reservation center, go to the Port Adventures desk, right when you board, and get on the waiting list. For whatever reason, people change their minds.
2: People cancel. A lot.
1: People cancel. They say, eh, I don't want to pay. I don't want to do that. And we were waiting for the Grand Family Cabana for a family reunion because we had a cabana, but we wanted the Grand Family One, we had 30 guests with us. Yeah. And we ended up not knowing until the night before. We knew we had one cabana the whole time. We didn't know which one. We knew we had one cabana. But then the night before, the grand family opened up and we got... And that's cabana 21. So we had 20 and 21. Wow. Side by side for everybody. And, or everybody who wanted to. Not everybody ended up getting off the ship that day. But so we all we had those two cabanas side by side but we did have concierge guests traveling with us that kind of puts you towards the front of the line
0: yep nice
1: (laughs) and it is what it is i mean that's the system that disney has in place for allowing you to book cabanas to book dining to book spa treatments things like that concierge guests first dibs at 125 days out you email shoreside concierge services and let them know your preferences at 120 days, those platinum cruisers who have sailed ten times or more. Yay me. Yay you. <laughs> Gold is at 105 days. So and those are people who have sailed five times or more. Yay me. I'm, I'm gonna get the platinum. I really am. Then silver, those are people who cruised one to five times. And then Yay everybody me. else. Your first timers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if it's your timers. first time you don't have a chance to and not hell.
1: of getting a cabana <laughs> but i will say yeah. most first time cruisers you're gonna get a good port adventure you're gonna get yeah. good spa treatments you're, you're gonna get a lot of things maybe not your first choice at times at certain things but there are a lot of things available because at some point we were all first time cruisers yeah. people have worried that they they're not going to have a good time because they're a first time cruiser i'm like are you kidding me there's so much to do you're not gonna miss what you couldn't do but we all loved it so much we kept coming back so first time cruisers you're you're gonna get good port adventures you're gonna get good spa treatment times you'll have plenty of time to get into the nursery that's something that else that's not included in your fare, is if you have a child between the ages of six months to three years old, their nursery time is charged by the hour. You're going to get nursery time because they, there's a limit on how many hours you can pre-book. You will get a chance at Remy or Apollo. All of the times aren't going to book up. And even on my on our last cruise, my husband and I decided at the last minute we'd already boarded the ship. We're like, well, let's just see if they have any brunch times available. And we walked over to where they were booking reservations they actually were holding it in lumiere's at the time because it was the day we were boarding and they had the table set up in lumiere's and we walked over to the pilot table and he's like they were like yeah we've got some times available and we booked right there on the ship so things are available once you board the ship so don't think that just because it's so it's like getting a fast pass you know when that fast pass or that adr is booked
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and you're like oh no Day, you know, once you board the ship, there are more times available.
2: Well, and people cancel those left and, and right they, too.
1: Because you only have to cancel those what twenty-four hours ahead before the ship uh, sails.
2: You can not No, you can cancel. You can cancel Apollo day of. Okay. Remy, they like to know at the beginning of the cruise.
1: Right. So people do can They book them thinking they might want them, and then they get on the ship and they realize how much food there is and how busy they're going to be, and they decide against it. Because there really is a lot of good food on the ship, even if you're not heading over to Ramir Palo, although I do suggest it if it's in your budget and you got the time. While we're talking about extras, don't forget that all four ships have Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutiques now.
0: Do they really?
1: They do. Wow. (laughs) My cousin's kids tore up that place. They got glittered and princess makeovers galore. And then they went to the princess gathering party. All prettied up. So, <laughs> that was that was a lot, a lot of fun. So, all the ships have Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutiques now. And,
2: and they're doing the pirate stuff too, right?
1: They do on pirate, whatever day, pirate only night. On pirate day. It's only on pirate night. They do have their version of Pirate League, where they will make you into a pirate, or pirate princess, or a ghostly pirate will do all those kinds of piratey makeovers. Hmm. So, yeah, lots of things that you can, that that add up quite quickly on your onboard account that are not included. I always like to say there are so many things included, but be careful. It's just like, you know, using your magic band at Walt Disney World. You use, they, You still use a key to the world card on the chefs, but you're just tapping that card. <laughs> For anything you're buying on the ship or your port adventures, go straight to your onboard account. In um, all of your purchases, your alcohol purchases and your gift shop purchases, they go to your onboard account. You're not actually seeing the cash exchange. No. <laughs> so just be careful. Things <laughs> add up, they, they really do. Um,
2: and don't forget, once you become gold, you actually get a discount at the shops too.
1: Mm hmm. And now they have. I noticed on my last cruise on the dream that they have increased their offerings of castaway club merchandise. They have yes. the shirts for the silvers or the cups and the mugs and things like that for your castaway club status, which I thought was pretty cool. Alright, so you said you do that all through the My Disney cruise, is that right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that kind of like the cruise lines version of the My Disney experience? It is exactly the same. The layout, once you're in there, is a little bit different, but you'll log in with your reservation and your birthday as well as your actual Disney.com login. But you do. Once you have a reservation active in the system, you can log into that, and it will tell you what you still have to do. If you have payments due, it will tell you what your payments are and when the due date is for that. Most cruises, your payments are due 75 days prior to sailing. Special sailings like transatlantics and Panama's, I believe, as well as any sailing where there's a holiday like the 4th of July, Thanksgiving. Those cruises, you're going to have to have your payment made completely 90 days out. So that's the area that will tell you what what payments are due. As well as where you can book your character calls because every reservation gets two character calls. Yeah, nice. So you want Goofy or Mickey to give you a call? They'll do that.
0: Oh, Mickey, give me a call.
1: (laughs) But that is the the My Disney Cruise. That area of the website has the drop down and the My Reservations is where you get there's all kinds of planning tools where you can do your online check-in which is how you set up your onboard accounts and your payment how you're going to pay for that you can do all of that before you ever leave the house which makes the process of check-in at the port so much easier because you've already agreed to your cruise contract you've already provided them with your information regarding your passports and your identification it's already in their system so that when you get there you just check in you show them your id you show them your ids they take your picture because they do use facial recognition software all over the ship and then then you board it it's a very simple process if you've got the online check-in completed on the website which i really like and on the my disney crew section if you go down to where it says gifts and amenities that's actually where you can pre-purchase your day pass or the rainforest rooms so people always wonder why that's not over in the spa area i i can't answer that i don't know why the day pass is not in the spa treatment list it's just not it's over in gifts and amenities
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh right
1: No one's explained that to me before. It's just one of the oddities of the Disney Cruise website. We've decided that it's charming. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just going to leave it at that. So if you do want that day pass for the Rainforest Room, you find that over in Gifts and Amenities. Hmm. As well as if you want to buy beer mugs or if you want to have champagne waiting for you in your stateroom. Those are nice. I'm listening. (laughs) Different beer and wine packages you can have waiting for you right in your stateroom when you board. Wow.
0: Things have changed.
1: Yeah. It's it's a totally interactive world now at Disney Cruise Line. So easy to book.
2: I'm pretty yeah, sure. Already, it'll already be cold and in your refrigerator, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. I'm, Chilled
1: and ready to enjoy.
0: I'm pretty sure the only alcohol packages they offered when we went was, I think there was a wine package for the either length of the cruise or you could do... Mm-hmm. Like a three-day thing still or a four-day. There was a wine one, and then there was a okay. soda package. Nothing for beer, nothing for hard liquor, obviously. But I was surprised there was nothing for beer. But like I said, this was almost fifteen years ago now, so.
1: The beer packages are either domestic or imported. Those are your choices. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Um, well,
0: I'm glad. But you can still obviously that. get
1: beer in any of the lounges.
0: Oh right! Uh, right! Right. But yeah.
1: these are you know. Basically six packs of whatever beer you choose that will be waiting for you in your stateroom. In your room, right. Exactly. Okay. So it's right there ready for you to enjoy because check-in day, it's a busy day. There's a lot going on. You're getting used to the ship. Sometimes it's nice to have a little something waiting for you in your room.
0: Oh, no doubt. That's for, so, that's for sure.
1: We've enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. I particularly like the champagne package. Yes. Quite nice.
0: Especially if it comes with OJ. I've never...
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I've heard. Or, I don't I don't know either.
1: You've heard that one of my favorite drinks is a mimosa, huh?
0: There's been here tell.
1: There's <laughs> <You've> been here tell <laughs> of, of a mimosa or two being consumed in my house. That's true. <laughs> I, I like mimosas. They're, they're very good. I like how they make them over in the bakery over in the France Pavilion at Epcot. Not to digress too much, <laughs> but they make a lovely mimosa over there. So obviously alcoholic purchases not included in the cost of your fare. Anything you buy will be added on. And they're going to expect a gratuity. Mm -hmm. Every time. So, Tip your crew members. Tip them well because that really is the base of their salary. They are making sure your cruise is amazing. So we usually tip above and beyond what the Disney minimum is, which is $4.00. Or twelve dollars per person per day. It's four dollars for your stateroom hosts, four dollars for your server, three for your assistant server, and one for your head server. And that's per person per day. I mean,
0: right? a bargain. That's a bargain. It's a bar- yeah, I, no, we we tipped Bojangles out of our everybody I know in our last. Your stateroom
1: hosts, especially, oh, they, especially. Are, they make sure that your home away from home it's runs nice. so smoothly. Those gratuities, you can either prepay them before your cruise. You can do that in the My Disney Cruise section or by calling Disney Cruise Line or letting your travel agent know. Or you can um, just have them added to your onboard account. You can always go to Guest Services and increase that amount, which is what I usually do. Or you can just tip extra in cash. I usually just leave that on my onboard account and then I'll add some in the envelopes when I'm saying goodbye to them.
0: Yeah, that's what I remember doing was having the little mm-hmm. envelopes they gave us, like a package, and then suggested they amounts. Will. And we just left. We left cash and all of them because we won some money playing on the bingo games. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, we we left cash for everybody that I remember and kind of handed it to them, except probably for the stateroom.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the, well, the fellow we had was awesome. He did little towel animals every day and, like, rearranged our oh, stuff yeah. all, like, funny, like, would... I think he like did stuff in the bathroom with like my wife 's brushes and yeah. like you know just just I don't Still know.
1: with teenagers, man,
0: it, I can only imagine
1: it, <laughs> our stateroom host well and our teenagers like to sleep late, so he's working around our <laughs> schedule snoring you know, so children, we, you know and And they do that. They're happy um, to do that. And I always make sure that my kids are out. I ask when his morning service ends (laughs) and usually have hours as his last room so I can pry my sleeping teenagers out of their room. (laughs) Because Vibe is usually open until 1. Sometimes it's open until 2 a.m. Right. And they're on vacation. I don't make them come in early. And so they sleep late. (laughs) Yep. And our stateroom hosts are phenomenal. So... You know, make sure that you are tipping them and tipping them well. We also enjoy extra bath products because there are five of us. Yeah. So a little tip goes a long way Mm -hmm. in making sure that you have those wonderful bath products. I love the H2O spa line that Disney Cruise Line has. So that is something that's also added onto the cost of your cruise. So be prepared for that. Anything else, Milford? What am I forgetting? Things that are not included in the cost of your fare.
2: I think we've got got pretty much everything. I I will add spa,
1: port adventures, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, lounges, gift shops, gratuities. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. That's okay.
2: Well, I mean, nursery.
1: We need to talk about the nursery.
2: You do have the smoothie bar up on the pool deck. You also have.
1: and those are about six to eight dollars each for the smoothies.
2: Yeah, they're awesome. And they're
1: good. They are.
2: And they're even better when you have them alcohol. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
1: the Dream not that I've, a- I've
2: ever done that.
1: The Dream has a nice juice bar as well back in the spa slash gym section. Oh, the cafe. Mhm. Cove Cafe. Your yeah, premium so- coffees and things like that.
2: Awesome to go up there and sit in the morning and. Just have a latte or a pot of tea or whatever, and relax and just. I
1: know what we forgot—the photographs at Shutters.
0: Ah, Shutters! There we go. I was going to say that when you guys were done, I was going to mention the photos.
1: That's it. There are photo packages. It's kind of like the Photo Pass packages that they have, the Memory Maker packages that they have at Walt Disney World, but kind of not if you're familiar with how the photo packages work at Walt Disney World, it's not a whole lot different. Basically your stateroom has will have an account and you'll have opportunities throughout the cruise for character photos, group photos, all kinds of photo opportunities where they'll have professional photographers around if you have if you're on the fantasy or the dream and you go on the aqueduct Aqueduct has a place where just like any other Disney attraction there's a place where your picture will be taken and my daughter figured out exactly where that is Mm -hmm. and wrote it over and over and over and we had a library of poses (laughs) at that exact spot where she's making silly faces or she's voguing or doing all kinds of craziness once she figured out where the flash actually went off each time we had no idea she did. It was the biggest surprise of the entire cruise. So as we're going up to our shutters account, we go up to the kiosk, which is an electric, it's the digital way to view your photographs instead of getting the folder out. So we're at the kiosk zooming through our photos. And all of a sudden we hit this bunch of like 20. She had gone on the aqueduct just over and over and over and over. She and a friend. And they had just, you know, lots and lots of photos. I will say that if you pre-purchase the photo package, it's about 15% off. They have digital only packages as well as a package where you can get digital and a certain number of prints, or you can get digital and all of your prints. So they have those different packages available. You can always buy your pictures a la carte. They usually come in eight by tens and eight by sixes it's a weird size the medium size is a weird size it's not a five by seven it's like a,
0: yeah it is i remember being yeah it's six eight
1: yeah it's a weird size but yeah. Yeah, it's a good size photo as well my my tip that i tell everybody is that if you're not going to buy the photo package if you're not going to get anything on the on dress up night on the dressy night They used to call them Captain's Dinner. Now they call it Optional Dress-Up Night. I prefer Captain's Dinner.
0: Yeah, me too. What the hell is that? It's a
1: much nicer ring, too.
0: Optional Dress-Up Night? Optional
1: Dress-Up. I know, right? Optional. Come on, people. Dress-Up.
0: That's terrible. (laughs) Or if you don't want (laughs) to, don't. But don't change the name of the thing to make it.
1: I know, I know. That's bad. But on (laughs) Dress-Up Night, we do dress up. And that is a great time to get a family portrait. Because that 8x10, I think it's about $21. If you're just getting one or two, you know, twenty-one dollars, you're not going to get a professional portrait of your family taken on land for twenty-one dollars.
3: Nope, nope.
1: That's the sitting fee per person, plus the price of the prints itself. So twenty-one dollars, and you can get an eight by ten of your entire family. That is the best bargain at sea or on land. So. That that's one thing I do encourage people to do is if you're not going to get the photo package still get that family picture taken on optional dress up night or pirate night RJ you probably prefer to have your family in pirate regalia for your family portrait
0: yeah I mean that doesn't on pirate
1: night you can have your family portrait made
0: doesn't really differ from any other day with myself anyway but <laughs> I wear my pirate stuff to bed
1: I didn't need to know that <laughs> I can't unhear that. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I'm not editing it either.
1: <laughs> I know you're not.
0: <laughs> All the rum talk earlier just kind of, you know.
1: You can't get drunk off rum talk. <laughs>
0: oh, then maybe, then maybe my cup being empty is contributing to this. <sighs> How about them dolphins? Speaking <laughs> sp- Speaking of which, I do... Uh, back to, like, the shore excursions. I don't remember which... We did the Western Caribbean when we did mm-hmm. our honeymoon 2002, and I know we did... It wasn't... It, it was either Cozumel or Grand Cayman. I can't remember which one, but we did one of those glass-bottom boat right. tours. That was really, really cool. We didn't do the super deep ones. There was two of them. There was one that only went... Uh, like a 100 feet down or 50 feet down and there was another one that was a bit longer of a, of an excursion and it went like down into the chasm a little more this one kind of where the where it dropped off it turned right and it stayed that was ridiculous the the
1: those are really neat
0: sea life you saw in the giant turtles and the plant life and mm-hmm. stuff that was really 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 cool it's kind of like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, if anybody ever rode that attraction because <laughs> it's that tight in those things. But yeah,
1: but it, it was really really cool. It is really, it's a really tight, cool. fit, but it's a really neat, but neat they,
0: thing to see. And I know they had ones that were like only one person and the and the diver, and it was almost like a glorified diving bell that you went down, and those things went really really deep,
3: mm-hmm. if I
0: remember. I'm trying to remember because there was so much stuff to look through these. I don't know, it was the, it was a pamphlet or a book we had to look through then. Now I am sure the it,
1: lists are extensive it's of just what insane. they have to offer.
0: It's just insane. There's just so much stuff. And then I know we did the whole dolphin thing where it wasn't swimming with them. We were in like the pool with them and we got to we got to pet them and then mm-hmm. like hold the fish up and it would come and take it out of your hand and it took mm-hmm. they took pictures and videos and stuff. And since it was so long ago, like when you bought the you could buy the the footage of you playing with the dolphins and the picture package mm-hmm. and everything, and it was separate from Disney. It was through whoever was running the right the dolphin experience. It came on a freaking VHS tape.
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh man!
0: Yeah, for, that's for anybody listening who knows what those are, like
1: that, those photo packages are not included in the price of your port adventure because no. those. Those photo packages where they have the pictures and the DVDs of you with the dolphins—they will charge you extra for yes. this.
0: Yes, I mean it wasn't horrible extra, but I just no. remember—you know—it's probably something we only we're going to do once, so
1: right, and absolutely. Our,
0: so, but yeah, <laughs> there's no shortage of stuff to do, no matter what you're looking for. There is something on one of there
1: really is either a,
0: Western or Eastern Caribbean.
1: And even on the ships for your at sea days, you'll get a personal navigator, which is like your daily schedule. It's like a newsletter type thing that comes to your room every night explaining to you everything that's going on on the ship the next day. Oh, my goodness. There's always something going on for every age group, for every family, for if you just want to be at the pool, if you just want to, you know, do the bingo, because there are no casinos on Disney Cruise Line, but there is bingo.
0: Bingo is fun.
1: (laughs) It is super fun. They have those little electronic bingo things, which I kind of think is cheating, but that's the only way I can play.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when we did it, it was the... Bingo
1: gets complicated. When we did it, it was
2: the paper. Yeah. They actually have the machines, but they also have paper ones you can buy,
0: too. It was the paper ones that I did. Yeah.
1: I need the machine. (laughs) I I will i of admit when I need that but <laughs> yes yeah, so they do have the bingo That's obviously will cost more but lots to do on a Disney cruise ship whether you have an unlimited budget or whether you have a small budget plenty to do
0: I like that I think that covers pretty much about everything
1: I think so yeah
0: because yeah, I know we've gone over the restaurants and dining and we have. And the, and the the likes of that. So hitting on those shore excursions was good. Because, mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning, I, there's probably many people who don't know. I, I'm sure Disney pushes them, but I don't know that they, like, super push them. Because I know well, we did ours. We did ours through a AAA travel agent. And we did mm-hmm. land and sea and everything else. And I don't remember her mentioning them to us. Because right. we only did two on the seven day cruise and I think that was because I wanna say I did it the day we got on the ship because I didn't realize that we either had to do them beforehand or Mm -hmm. we just couldn't make up our minds. So the only two that we were able to get, I think, was the two that I mentioned, the dolphin experience and then the the glass bottom boat. But I gotta imagine the popular ones and the ones that people enjoy a lot probably fill up fast on those
1: I think the more popular ones they have a larger capacity as well true because disney is not the only cruise ship in town
0: right well, well that's the other time. thing so the, yeah. the
1: capacity of the vendors is, is more than you probably can imagine so you know that and that's one of the things i mean disney once they're booked up once the allotted spaces are gone they're gone so that you're not going to feel overcrowded you're not going to feel rushed because disney takes care of all of the logistics and that's sort of Yes, you could probably get the dolphin excursion a smidge cheaper if you went on your own and booked it. But then you're looking at booking your own transportation there. You're trusting foreign transportation. You have to trust that you're going to be able to get back to the ship. But when you book them through Disney Cruise Line, they tell you, okay, meet at 8 o'clock in the Walt Disney Theater. And that's where your adventure guide will collect the group going on this particular port adventure you check in you make sure you have your IDs and your key to the world cards they walk you off the ship to the boat to the bus to whatever is going to be taking you to your next destination and they bring you back again so that's where the benefit of having Disney book it for you or booking through Disney cruise line that that's where the benefit is it's just having all of those logistics taken care of yeah definitely that that's why i like to do it yeah because it's it's a seamless experience and there's no uncertainty
0: yep hassle-free
1: absolutely which is
0: what you want when you're on vacation
1: completely especially in
0: some of those places because
3: mm-hmm. you don't want to
0: want like if you like melanie said earlier on if you don't know the area or the town or the island that you're in there are some that are not friendly to tourists when you get outside of the tourist area so no. it's kind of <laughs> you know you you cross a certain boundary and you're kind of on your own so exactly and i believe they do let you know that too like which like don't go to this area I, i'm pretty sure they they uh, they keep you pretty informed when you're getting they, off the they ship. They
1: They try to, and they do the best that they can to educate guests. But when you're in that foreign port of call and you're just not in familiar surroundings, it doesn't take much to get turned around or go one street over from where you meant right. to
0: go. Oh, definitely not. So
1: always be right aware of your surroundings. Make sure you kind of have your internal compass in check and you know, your landmarks and how to get back to the ship. If you're wandering the port on your own. So, yep.
0: The only, other, the only other thing I can say is, when you're going out to these islands, which I will I remember, Florida is hot, Florida is in the south. These islands mm-hmm. are further south. you're closer to the equator. Where? sunscreen. The sun is strong. <laughs> it, <laughs> may, strong is- it may not feel hot, but you will get burned very
1: fast: Very quickly, definitely <laughs> Very,
0: very quickly. Super super dangerously fast, that much I do remember, I mean, we wore it, but even still you're sweating, you're walking around, you know looking at stuff and oo and at jewelry or rum cakes or whatever, and that sun is hot, sun is hot, <laughs> stay
1: hydrated,
0: yeah, definitely, with water once in a while,
1: <laughs> if you must
0: if you must. <laughs>
2: And then, you know, we forgot to mention that, you know, there are two new ships coming soon. Ah, uh, yes. Yay. 2021 and 2023. Are you on so both of those, Milford? Start saving up for the maiden voyages. I'm going <laughs> yeah. on both maiden voyages. I am not missing another maiden voyage. No, <laughs> they I names. did not get to go on the Dream or the Fantasy.
1: No, they do not have voyage. names yet.
2: They do not have names, no.
0: Well, they got some time, I think
2: yeah they, they'll they have that figured out before they set the coin for the keel mm-hmm. so cool
1: that's coming soon as soon as we know them we will bring them to you
2: yeah and that that shipyard's a little backlogged right now
0: yeah i haven't heard much about that about the building of them they're not going to make any new specials like they did for the other ones I like those behind-the-scenes, how they build the ship special.
2: Oh, I'm sure they will, and I'm sure it'll be hosted by Samantha Brown. And... <laughs> but I
0: doubt that it'll be on the Travel Channel,
2: because, you know, God forbid, the Travel Channel doesn't do anything with travel hardly anymore. <laughs> no. I know. All that's all like
1: saying you want history on the History something. Channel.
2: That's right. Yeah. Or music this on we an yeah. <laughs> Or
1: learning on TLC.
0: <laughs> You're learning. That's
1: just crazy talk.
0: Or Discovery on Discovery. You do learn on TLC. You learn how to not act in public on all those stupid housewife shows. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that some other channel? I don't even know. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Hey, it took us till the end to get on a tangent. That's right. I'm very proud of us.
0: We did good. Well, Well, you you,
1: did really well.
0: You run a tight ship, Mel, so it's kind of hard to... I try.
1: I try. (laughs) No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. That's why I cruise. Yep. I cruise, y'all, because it's easy. I have just gotten to be where Walt Disney World vacations take so much planning these days. Oh, just put me on a cruise ship, y'all.
0: I'm telling you, when I was doing our stuff for a trip almost a month ago now, like I planned, did the fast passes, and we only were had a couple of ADRs just because it's not worth it with the kids my age because none of them eat anything anyway but just Mm -hmm. even doing the fast passes and then when they were you know fast passes were done go to get the fourth if you wanted to and which we never did on any day because i ended up either switching stuff around or moving things around and every time i was doing stuff for like the last day i didn't even just plan i didn't plan anything because i didn't know where we were going to be going which park and i just kept thinking of adrian i was like she's got to be twitching if she was like my friend on the my Disney Experience app and following have along. have no idea how much like, this
1: conversation you're having is bothering I me.
0: said she would have been she would have been twitching and if she had my number she probably would have been calling me screaming at me the way that we were going about the parks because it was so fly by night which is fine by me but it doesn't work on spring break week if you want to get stuff done. Never. <laughs> I was fine with it. <laughs>
1: yeah, but... I, I don't understand it. <laughs> Look, on Disney Cruise Line your main decisions are early dining or late dining.
3: Early pick your drinking, stateroom.
1: Early drinking, drinking. Oh, or late drinking. <laughs> um, you pick your stateroom. You decide which days you're going to do port adventures. And do I want to go to the spa? Really? Yeah, that's, that's, about that's about it. it. See, that's for about it. That's about all I
0: do. Instead yeah. of port adventures, it'll be port wine. And instead of the spa, it'll be... Which beach chair or which which pool chair am I going to have my waitress come to? <laughs>
1: they will come to you at Quiet Cove Pool. Yeah. And they will come. They keep an eye on your drink levels. So they make sure you're well taken yes, care of.
0: I will not forget our, the lady's name on the cruise who served me most. Her name was Sharon. And she even remembered when we got to Castaway Key what I like to drink in my little fancy Castaway Key. Thing with the straw that we had on on the cruise. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she probably got the biggest tip out of all everybody at the end of the thing. That poor woman.
1: Oh, (laughs) the trick to getting a good tip is just bring lots of rum. Bring the rum.
0: Don't have to go anywhere. Didn't have to drive. Just have to make sure I can stumble my way back onto the boat.
1: They will happily escort you right back (laughs) on the ship. They will uh, put you on the tram.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I need another cruise trip.
1: Yes, you do. Cruises are so expensive. So nice. <laughs> that too. But you know, a week at Walt Disney World is not exactly a bargain basement vacation anymore. No, no, it's not. Especially if you're staying at the Beach Club or the Boardwalk.
0: Well, with DVC though, it kind of, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, and you're paying on it every month. But when you're not, right. When you're not paying for. Room and and uh, passes all this. You're just it's just basically you're spending money. So yes, it still is expensive. I'm not saying it's not, but but with the niceness of having the DVC and then annual pass as well as your pass is paid for for the year in one lump sum, unless you're a Florida resident and DVC, you're you're paying on it every month like you would your mortgage or anything else. So. It doesn't. It's not like that big lump sum, like when you're you're booking a cruise and have to pay it off by a certain time. It's, it's a little more real. You know what I mean? I guess is the way to look at it. But yeah, expense-wise, it's not. It's number number number-wise, it's not much different.
1: No, Disney Cruise Line vacations are not cheap. They're not for the faint of heart on that one, but. I think for what oh. you get and the experience that you have and how well they take care of you. Oh no doubt. Oh that's it's amazing. well
0: it's definitely well worth it. It's not I, I don't think it, it's an upcharge just because it's and Disney. I think it's the upcharge and what they what they charge is in my family, totally like I said, worth my it.
1: Family, my family can't agree on what to have for dinner, <laughs> but they agree on Disney Cruise Line. They, And even if we're at Walt Disney World, they can't agree on which park we're going to go to and what day. I mean, it's maddening that they all love the cruise ships. And I've been on all of them. And this summer, it will be their first time on the Dream. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Nice. So it will be fun summer.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: And I'll have a trip report for you then.
0: Yeehaw.
1: <laughs> okay, so
0: I think that's going to about wrap it up for this one. The big fun-filled cruise episode, which we love doing, and I know all you listeners love listening to, so hope you enjoyed this. If there is any other questions regarding anything we talked about, please reach out to any of us, but specifically either Milford or Melanie. Uh, we have all links in the show notes to everybody's social media accounts, but you can always also go onto the Diz Explorers website and find all links to everybody on there, as well as links to this podcast's social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, our Facebook group and we are also on YouTube in the process but it is pretty much all transitioned over our shows and back shows over through Podbean now so you can definitely catch us on the Podbean app as well as Google Play now and then ones we've always been on being iTunes, Stitcher and TuneIn so please download us on any one of those things listen, enjoy Please give us a rating on iTunes. I believe you can rate on Google Play and on Podbean as well. So we would appreciate any and all feedback on any of those media platforms. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to everybody next time.